I really need to learn how to stop having five children at my house every other weekend because it takes me a long time to recover. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another double episode of 13 Reasons Why, season three, episodes three and four. I liked episode three more than episode four. I'm not going to go scene by scene because this is already late enough. And I wrote very quickly scribbled notes. (laughs) So we'll just touch on mostly character arcs and whatever I decided to write on this paper. This first episode, the good person is indistinguishable from the bad, was written by Haley Tyler, directed by Jessica Yu. I gave this episode an 8 out of 10. Ani is like the female, more rational side of Clay, who absolutely vibes on the same wavelength as her, and can also do that, they can also do that Rashon thing, where they're just, they can stare at each other and communicate silently, and I kind of love it, except I feel like everything in clay's mouth uh life not mouth um (laughs) is doomed for destiny or tragedy doomed for destiny jesus i'm tired i'm just letting y'all know i worked about 14 hours today and then i watched these two episodes and i'm in the middle of doing laundry had to walk up to the rental office just to put money on my laundry card i'm fucking tired I'm so tired, but here I am giving you these reviews. (laughs) Um, They spend the episode playing Inspector Gadget with one another regarding the shocking news that Bryce Walker is dead. (laughs) I told Mimi that boy was dead, but I didn't say it very confidently. (laughs) because i didn't want to reveal that it was on the fucking poster for the season i just was looking for some promotional art for the pod and there it was all over the poster ani and clay are robotics partners and are on a project together and clay shows up to pick her up down the hill apparently that is the rule He takes his nosy ass to the house when he sees cops and then catches eyes with Price Walker's mom. And the detective in charge makes it clear to everybody, to Mrs. Walker, to Clay, that the white people are all suspects. (laughs) While Tony, meanwhile, is the least likely to have it pinned on if mrs walker got her way ani and clay take on jessica and justin who has mysterious scratches on his back and has been acting suspicious we thought he was going for the heroin no he in that moment or at least clay finds out later he thinks he he had condoms in there but why would he be getting a condom at that moment Clearly, he was like, shit, I got busted. I need to put my heroin somewhere else because Clay saw that. And if I know anything about Clay, he is going to get the answer to his question 
by any means necessary then we have jessica who because she's not really responding to anyone about anything she's automatically a suspect because who wanted bryce walker dead the most we find out that jessica started fucking justin after thinking about him masturbating because she was feeling very out of sync with her body and she said she felt bad and the chemistry with her and alex are awful or is awful to the point where he really should have seen it and i'm not sure why he didn't like it should not have been very shocking when (laughs) she's telling you in the middle of sex and you're like oh you're so beautiful i did crack up laughing at oni's face when (laughs) she saw that dead ass kiss she was like what the fuck is that your boyfriend (laughs) it is cold as ice and he don't seem to understand that it is not going well and so that's why she has to be a little mean when he's like oh well you know we could take a break i need this to end in the night i hear him talk the cold story ever told somewhere far along this road he lost his soul to a woman so heartless and after that she decided to start having sex well first she cursed out justin for trying to stick up for her because bryce has been chasing her around trying to offer this offhand apology she meets him at his house and ani overhears the conversation where he offers this half-hearted apology she says no my life is better i don't need shit for you but then gets angry because he's like okay and she reveals that she still can't get past despite all these great things happening to her the feeling of his assault and she really just wants him dead and then he chases her another time at the movie theater and even loses his temper like i'm trying to apologize why can't you just forgive me and she's like dude i don't need your forgiveness like i don't need your apology i don't need shit from you you need to figure out what you need from yourself and and stop chasing me around and that was that and because she told ani while she was masturbating she was thinking about someone she really 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 like it's fucked up for her to think about she automatically for some reason thought of bryce walker and thought that they were having sex together instead of justin because no one told her that her and justin were a thing in the past and well because she didn't even know about the whole rape thing in the first place until it came out at the pep rally there's that so yeah she's working with half the information she apologizes to clay as well because apparently when he warned her off of justin or bryce after he realized or must have realized at some point they were living in the same house that she didn't realize what he had done and seen jessica and what he had the pain he had caused you know she's like you were not wrong to warn me away i don't really see him yada 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 but later we see that she has been playing poker with him and is the kind of person that's like i'm just gonna judge you by who i see and not what your past is because it's probably some religious thing that's just what i'm going with for right now 
or she has her own deep dark past i don't know or know someone with a deep dark past because we ain't heard nothing about the daddy so i don't know i don't know there's probably a reason behind why she feels the way she feels because it's really hard to just casually be like oh you rape women we can play poker but i think she says you know it's not easy what you're doing it's hard they're lonely and you know i'm not going to add to that i guess i don't know but whatever um it makes for spicy reality tv or not reality tv drama i should say then we have justin who went and confronted bryce after he invited him over and actually wanted to have a beer and he's like uh why don't we be brothers again i thought i was your family and (laughs) justin's like well you raped my girlfriend so i don't think we're family anymore and by the way you need to leave her the fuck alone to come near our neighborhood don't do anything or i will fucking kill him or kill you and then he brought that up to her later on like i'm risking my life like you trying to be funny like this ain't a date and then he starts the woe is me story oh well you know my mom hates me my dad left and you know my girlfriend broke up with me and he's like yeah sounds really bad to be you you only want to start with my bucket list don't bother me don't talk to me don't call me though nothing back up off so then he reveals he knew about spring fling and he says um why didn't you say anything the police questioned him apparently and he said that he didn't know anything although he did and apparently he reveals in the next episode he did it because bryce is his brother and he's protecting him still seth thinks that justin may have killed because he did show up at bryce's and tell him that he would kill him if he did show his face around jessica again and what else was interesting oh tony is protecting his family from what we don't know but caleb is still around and bringing him lattes justin also is while working at monet's is also in contact with seth seth thinks that he did kill his college friend and he also is showing up at his house for some reason that i am not sure why tyler is boxing and admits he has a gun and does it come out to give it to tony choosing instead to stare at pics of bryce's dead body clay gets a not date he thinks it's a date he thought he asked her out on a date but no she thought it was to get something to eat while they worked on their robotics project she laughs about it in the present like i knew that was a date you said it wasn't a date because tyler just randomly shows up like oh this was supposed to be your night or justin didn't show up and he's so stuck to his schedule too because like everybody is on the clock watching him he has a shift for every different person (laughs) and justin didn't show up to his shift so he came and found daddy clay and she's like yeah no you can sit down and it turns out that he had revealed to ani as well what he did to save tyler in the next episode 
I'm kind of blurring them together but that was a nice moment where she's like you have to put on your mask first you can't help someone else if you don't yourself are taken care of and she asks you know how can I help you so she's definitely like his guiding light she seems to be a very versatile type person like she makes friends easily with everybody Tyler uh Clay Justin likes her Tony's like yeah keep an eye on him she's just naturally in the group (laughs) with everybody and it's been a very seamless process it would seem I do like Jess and Ani's sisterly relationship but no Nina I see she probably didn't sign up for season three she does become Jessica that is student body president and has a number one fan already I think that's enough about that particular episode I did laugh when (laughs) they were getting caught having sex because she does that to take power back like she likes tying him up and all that types of stuff and being the one in control and he has absolutely utterly no problem with this but the one time they're having sex in the the room he shares with clay and clay comes in and (laughs) he's like we have to hide and both and she turns around like you live here i'm the one that has to hide idiot (laughs) why is justin so dumb he is so dumb he is hysterically a sweet summer child and then clay sees the lube and then he's like i I don't even want to know i'm just gonna walk out (laughs) and then he asks did you ever have sex on my bed he's like oh you gotta lighten up he just gives him a look and he's just like oh no no and i would say the same thing why do you need to have sex on my bed you have your bed i have my bed there's just really no need other than you nasty ass hoes and you trying to fuck with me by saying he'll never know except he will and then he'll freak out but seriously i could have washed my sheets that night you don't need to be fucking in my bed let's go on to episode four angry young and man written by thomas higgins directed once again by jessica Yu. i gave this episode a 7.2 out of 10 it was mostly about tyler and there's nothing wrong with it except it just was slow in parts i felt like it was follow tyler all day and get a few flashbacks and every time i see him he just looks like a broken boy and i can't deal but he's under scrutiny because he has that gun and he acts shifty all episode about handing over said gun and then pisses outside because he can't go into the stalls anymore he does at some time in the past able to confront monty wanting an apology or saying he will go to the police and report everything but monty says oh you're gonna talk about bryce too because he ordered him to do it he then takes that gun that he was going to use to kill himself to confront bryce at gunpoint and while he is smoking pot watching porn admits that the world would be better off with him dead and that he didn't authorize monty to do any of the crazy shit that he did last year and that's kind of how we left the conversation but considering that tyler hasn't told anyone yet what has happened 
that we got this from his viewpoint so there's possibly more to the conversation but tony becomes the (laughs) the teacher (laughs) looking like a grown-ass man with that backpack in school by showing tyler to channel his rage into boxing caleb taught me i am teaching you how to deal with your anger young patty one and then we have zach continuing to be a dick i mean what happened to zach because he's an absolute douchebag now that he is captain of the football team and he is clearly hiding something and admits he doesn't hate tyler but fears him when tyler just asked straight up like why are you always really angry at me and he's like yeah well you did almost shoot up the school but he doesn't even try to comprehend because he feels like you've always been a psychopath and this is what it was logically going to lead to and there's something that Nani, Nani, Ani says this episode about that like he pretty much had all of the triggers to do something that was not so great but it turns out it was Tyler that found Bryce's body as he wanted to kill himself by jumping off the bridge into the river but instead he saw Bryce's bloated form and realized that he actually did want to live he's just not sold on the fact that he could change or things or people would believe that he could change and it's to mirror the whole Bryce is trying to change but it's hard it's not easy and he knows this but what happened to him and kind of what happened to bryce uh, or what bryce did i should say and i see the correlation they're trying to make there but at the same time because i know that is something i mentioned what do you do for rehabilitation afterwards but i think the issue with bryce is he didn't serve the time he lied he never took ownership for his actions he's just going through a really rough time of every everyone being like oh my god you're a horrible person and then him going to another school and they're like oh my god you're a horrible person and now he doesn't have any friends and he's down in the dump so he's feeling sorry for himself it's easy to feel that way and that's why you had justin saying those words like what the fuck dude you're rich you're white actually ani's the said the words you're rich you're white i don't think that you understand what it is that you know atoning stands for but it does seem as if you are trying to really try at it (laughs) but it's not he needed to serve a sentence that that's what would have been the right thing to do it's easy to make atonement or to be sorry after you don't have to spend time in jail and it's not just jessica that he did that to he did it to a lot of other women too and they mentioned hannah's name briefly but that was about it he has no acknowledgement of trying to say you know yeah i heard a lot of people he don't name all the names he just is trying to atone to jessica he wants his old life back and he wants the things that he did to go away or be forgiven so that he can get his old life back and i don't think that's the same as atoning but yeah that's where i think it's it's just not conceivable and he's also trying entirely too soon after said vindication it hasn't been that damn long 
then we have jessica's group thinking the her support group thinking that they should allies and survivors protest bryce's funeral tyler also goes to this group everyone thinks he's an ally and he's just showing up because jessica has to watch him but they're can't tell anyone that jessica has to watch that him and uh is immediately shut down by radical karen over there because and jessica doesn't say anything because all the group decides that's a good idea but he's absolutely right like tapping on the grave like he still has a mother that lost her son no matter what the son did it's a tragedy for her and you can have some respect right but they all decide to do this and i'm wondering if jessica will have the balls to say no this is not the right thing to do and you also see that tyler once again is shriveling into himself because he thought he had a good place where he might find some support but even as an ally i thought radical karen was just a little bit of a bitch like oh well even if you're an ally you can't talk sense over a survivor like what the fuck that's not no (laughs) no if you're an ally too yes you should have a say and what you think is right and wrong so i was like bitch you needs to go i'm not feeling her whatsoever not since she even came onto the scene that's why i barely mentioned her last episode but jessica doesn't know and you have a moment in the past where she finds out or alex finds out after she calls him to babysit uh tyler because she now works at the movie theater and he kind of creeps her out still because he stares at her for a really long time and then justin shows up with two coffees she's like he's probably just seeing a movie and he could barely even tell the lie he's like yeah i'm so smashing that (laughs) and alex is like come on tyler fuck this y'all are coming up with the worst lies ever and she even tells him in the present like are you ever gonna forgive me well maybe if he could forgive you if you'd stop cursing him out every five seconds because he's like can i help and you're just like no stay away from me (laughs) then you're like why are you mad at me what do you mean you're temperamental woman you're temperamental but um that's how he finds out finds out about that but there's a later scene where she finally asks, well why did you do it he says i don't know sometimes there's so much rage you just want to take it out on someone else but she's like well don't let them take that power over you you need to take back that power she passes on a lot of stuff she learned herself regarding her experience and she was doing that even in season one with nina so it was nice to see her inadvertently helping tyler because i think out of everyone who understands it would be that that trio justin and jessica because i don't think justin's even acknowledged what the hell was happening with him on them streets and then i was like is this about to turn into the usual suspects with when it's the man with the limp that did it because it turns out after ani shows up and gives clay a hug at monet's and he really looked like he wanted to kiss her so he was like oh we need to go inside really quickly (laughs) she starts talking about well maybe it's the one that you least suspect 
that would do it and you got my man's alex in the car being a shadow of his daddy and of course it's at the crime scene of bryce's murder and he getting that shit all on camera (laughs) so i'm like oh my god and there's steroids that they pulled out as well so i'm like oh snap we know he he's shooting up them steroids and he said they he hung out with bryce over the summer so this was a crazy summer and it might have been alex that did it because you know you never know about what else is going on inside someone else and i bet you alex got a lot of fucking rage a lot of rage so i can believe that let's see what else uh i missed oh clay gifted her with a bike and she was all choked up about it so ani mentioned she believes people can change and it's not just about tyler the main suspect but bryce and apparently clay is not happy about it because he's like you're talking about bryce hard too he keeps begging everyone for a second chance his mom could barely stand the sight of him but is also deciding a little too late to put down some ground rules being like you need to hand over them keys and you're gonna check in when you get in here so he decides he's going to live in a hotel room (laughs) what what it made me think of these two What up, Christina? It's Mimi. I'm sending in feedback for 13 Reasons Why, Season 3, Episode 2 and 3. I'm not really sure. I don't remember which one I liked better. After I give my feedback, maybe I'll remember. I think it was the second one I liked more, but I'm I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'll just go through my notes and then maybe something will will jog up my memory. Um, The first line I wrote here is, you're nosy, I know you. Ani's mom said that to her and it made me chuckle because uh, my son has been nosy since the moment he was born. I remember us realizing that he didn't like to be held inward. You had to turn his body outward. Um, we figured it out because we were passing him around. He would cry when you would pick him up. And it was because he wanted to be out because he was nosy as hell. And he been nosy as long as I've known him. He's nine. <laughs> He's always in people's business. Always telling you business. He's just nosy. So I thought that was hilarious that she said that. Because that sounds like something I'm going to say to my son when he's 16, 17 years old. Because he nosy as hell. Been that way his whole life. Um... The other thing I wrote in here was about Monty. Like, I don't understand why he thought he would be captain. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Cause I mean, I know I've I've didn't I didn't follow high school sports. I was a palm in high school, but only my senior year. And I hated going to the games. Uh, we we weren't cheerleaders, so we only did home games. So I wasn't around all like the basketball players and football players enough to get to know them. But I I remember the captain um, of our my senior year. The captain of the football team was also like an honor roll student. Um, so I just can't imagine someone that's constantly getting suspended being captain. You're supposed to be an ex- uh, set an example and be someone someone can look up to. Like, yes, you're popular because you were Bryce's, um, I guess, lynchman. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's the right word, but he was, you were his minion and you followed him around, but that doesn't necessarily mean people should, um, vote you as captain. So I was just shocked that he thought he, he had a right to it. It made more sense that Zach would be captain anyway, because he's the most athletic person on the team. Now, um, I'm pretty sure he was more athletic than Bryce. Bryce was just more popular. So that was explain. It sounds like it seems like Bryce is older because I remember him saying that he d couldn't transfer all his credits. So he was a junior again. So he should have graduated and been a senior, but he wasn't. So Bryce was older than the rest of them. So um, it makes sense why Bryce was captain. Um, the other thing I wrote about was Tony. Let me see what I said here about Tony. Oh, I, <laughs> I wrote about uh, Tony being questioned by the police. The police was just, I don't know that. I just don't like how like they're not acknowledging the fact that Tony's a brown person with a criminal record. Like it's bad enough that he um, has a criminal record, but the fact that he's also a person of color, like I just don't understand why he got mixed up into this. And I really have to question that because it seems unrealistic I don't know about you but if I mean in my white high school getting into them white folk shenanigans was something I never did because I knew that I was black and I knew that I would be the one that would get punished the most especially because a lot of them were more wealthier than I was I should say just wealthy in general because we were absolutely not I wrote <laughs> in my notes uh <laughs> that um the cop was asking about tony being in the fight and i would have been like look at all them white boy faces bruised up and cut and then look at mine sir you're a police officer follow the evidence does it look like i was in any fight because tony face is perfect and every other character got some type, even clay got some type of bruise or cut on their face like so it was clearly a pretty bad fight and it sounds like they think Jessica had something to do with the starting it, but she clearly wasn't in the fight. And the fact that they don't want to punish everyone because most of the, the football team would be punished. That If he said that to me, I would have been like, look, we both know that you don't care about the rest of us, only the, the athletes. So you're not going to punish them because or and you're not going to punish me. So can I go, please? Like, don't don't come in here trying to drag me and you're not even going to do your job because then your whole football team would be suspended and not be able to play in the game. So please, principal, take several seats and let me leave. Like, that's what I would have told him. Um, I don't know. I didn't like. I mean, I guess I knew Chloe lied um, like on the stand. Like, we know that. But I guess. I mean, and I, I don't, I don't honestly remember if he, you know, what he said to her. I know you made, like, you, you talked about it and then it made sense to me, but like, I was always under the impression that he never said anything to her, um, about the picture. And he was just basically like, you know, don't tell anybody you're supposed to be on my side. And she just went up there and lied. And he basically confirmed that, like, you know, his speech was very manipulative, but um, he straight up told her, you lied up there and you did it for me. And I appreciate that. And I guess it sounds like, you know, she 
was having second thoughts about it and for good reason like I personally can't stand Chloe and I don't I don't feel sorry for her um she saw the picture she saw she was unconscious and I don't care if you're in a relationship with someone if you're dating someone and they have sex with you while you're unconscious and then have the audacity to not even like do it discreetly but have someone take a picture because the the thing that I keep getting shook about was the fact that someone took that picture Bryce couldn't have done it himself the way that it was taken it wasn't a selfie it was someone taking a picture and he was probably egging it on and that to me just don't sit right with me not only did you violate me you did it in front of someone while I was unconscious whether I drank too much and you told me not to is is irrelevant because I did and what happened happened and you made a choice like that's the thing I think that bothers me the most about the situation and the fact that she was pregnant I I don't care like that's a you problem and I and it bothers me that they act like because she was pregnant that's the only reason why we should be uh, concerned about her no you lied for your boyfriend who raped you and because he raped you you know that all of those other allegations are true and you just don't care and the other thing are we ever gonna talk about the fact that the one girl oh god why can't I remember her name um Jessica's friend burned all those pictures she just burned evidence of all those people that were sexually assaulted and nobody said anything about it like that in itself is really like how dare you like I understand you like going around giving those pictures to people but Jessica gave you your picture because it wasn't her story to tell but you took it upon yourself to burn other people's evidence and that shit pissed me off and it's like I I feel like we saw her in the first episode but we haven't seen her again so someone needs to be held accountable for the fact that she burned all those pictures after she stole them out of freaking Clay's car the other thing was is like Chloe when she was at the abortion clinic I mean, I shouldn't say abortion clinic. I should say when she was at the doctor's office because when she walked in, like I, I know this was, I think this was 2018 because this is season three and 2019 is when it ended. So this is 2018. Google searches are a thing. So why didn't you Google search, you know, Planned Parenthood? I, I don't understand. Like when that lady came out and, and said, you know, with the ultrasound, like, first of all, if you're pregnant, first of all, they just do a pregnancy test because the kind where you pee on a stick at the, that you buy at a store is exactly the same kind they have at hospitals, at clinics. It's literally the same thing. Same percentage of accuracy if it's done right. Same thing. So they would have done a test, whether you yours was positive or not, they'd have done a test. And then they would have said, um, you're pregnant what do you want to do the fact that they did an ultrasound and then the lady came out with programs to end your baby's life lady this is not a baby I'm eight weeks pregnant it's a fetus you can only just now hear a heartbeat it's a bundle of cells this is not a baby it doesn't even have feet it's got little nubs and a head and you can see the little black eyes that's it the size of a freaking peanut no no I think it's the size of a walnut at eight weeks this is not a baby it is not so the fact that she said that that should have been a dead giveaway that this was not an abortion clinic and Chloe's really stupid for making that assumption like you should have googled it and googled where you were going it's not like this is 19 you know 87 and you had to go through the yellow pages and 
it doesn't show a description of our of what you're going to it just tells you yes we do ultrasounds or yes we help with pregnancies like that's all you would have got back then but nowadays there's no excuse so her dumbass story irritated the shit out of me and I guess Zach you know is trying to be a nice guy but for him to be like I can help you raise it why what is wrong with you you are so stupid he is acting like clay trying to save a hoe you couldn't save Hannah so now you're gonna save her and then you're gonna help her raise Bryce's spawn are you serious just fuck your life huh like screw college and I'm just gonna stay in this town and raise a baby that ain't mine with a girl I don't even like the hell that was the stupidest shit I ever seen and it irritated the hell out of me that it made us watch it I like Zach I feel like he's turning into someone I can appreciate but that storyline was stupid I'm glad Chloe is no longer at the school because I am honestly sick of her and I don't want her to be a part of the story anymore I'll never hate anyone as much as I hate Hannah but she was up there with annoying as hell I should say Hannah and Olivia um but she was getting on my nerve that whole bathroom scene talking about I'm pregnant that sent me right over edge bitch get out of my face like that's what Jessica should have told her uh the other thing I want to talk about is I'm like really sick of bringing this up but I'm so sick of the fact that there's no adults in the school like it's starting to get really obnoxious and unbelievable and it's starting to make me (laughs) not want to watch this show because it's unrealistic and I feel like as a teenager I can't I couldn't have not watched this and been like where are the teachers at like I understand like if you want to not have a teacher around make it somewhere that's not school but every time they're at school and some shit pop off there ain't not nair teacher around and that is so fucking fake ridiculous the other thing i want to talk about is i gotta say like bryce got dragged for filth at that new school and i lived i'm not even gonna lie like everything about it was great because now you're not the king it's like I feel that way. I'm going to use the metaphor of nursing school because that's the best thing I can explain. When you're when I was in uh, my undergrad, I used to like literally study the day before a test, go in, like memorize the crap, go in and get 100 percent, like straight up easy, like easy peasy. The hardest things for me during my undergrad when I was at NIU the first time was NIU I'm saying it like y'all know it when I was at my the university I went to the first time was when I had papers because I actually had to do research and you had to read them and research papers are trash if you've ever written one they suck um those were the hardest and I shouldn't say hard they were just time consuming they weren't hard at all once you figured out what you're going to write about and you found your research writing it was easy um it was just time consuming but when I got in nursing school like nursing school was hard and that was the hardest two years of my life and I will tell anybody that will listen no one understand if you've never been in nursing school but it is hard and I'm going to explain to you why I feel like nursing school is like what Bryce is going through because at nursing school it's a very competitive it's very competitive like you like I I didn't have a 4.0 because I didn't get the gist of college until I was in my uh second year but um I was pretty high up there it was like I had like a three point I want to say six or something like that 3.6 so I mean I was above average but when I went to nursing school there were people there with a 4.0 like so I was already cut down to the middle to pass in nursing school for my school you had to get an 80 percent and that was a c 
80% was a C. If you got a 79, that was a fail. And if you failed a class, you got to retake that class one time. And if you failed anything else after that, you were kicked out of the program. It didn't even matter if you made it all the way to the last semester, the last final, and you didn't pass, you failed, and you did not graduate, and you did not get to take boards. That was how it worked. So with a, a play level of 80%, everybody there is smart. Everyone there was an A student. So now you're all kicked down to 80%. So imagine how it is. Like you go from being the smartest person in the room to now you're in the middle and everybody's clawing their way to the top. That's how I feel about Bryce. He was the athletic, elite, rich white guy. And now he's at a school where everybody's white and rich and white and, and a male. Like you're literally a dime a dozen and you're new to this school and then everyone hears about what you did and I really truly feel like Bryce wouldn't have never even comprehended that what he did was wrong had it not been for him changing schools because it was like he wanted to start over and he made it seem like it was just the best decision in his whole life and I'm glad it wasn't that easy you you have the capability of just starting over the rest of everybody is left to live their life the way you destroyed it and that's not fair and now you see what it's like no one likes you you're getting bullied you're getting treated like trash people talking shit in your rape culture that you created at um the other school that shit don't fly there and they think you're disgusting and they treat you as such that was to me the best kind of revenge anybody could have ever got on bryce y'all should have just let him live that year like that because it would have been miserable existence it was a miserable existence he was day drinking and then he would go to a, a measly ass hotel because his mom wouldn't let him uh drink at school <laughs> it's what he deserves and i lived i loved every second of it um i will say that i was not expecting him to be dead and i'm real salty that you were right christina because he dead dead and looked like he was hit in the head or drowned or something something like that i'm I'm, I, I'm not even sad and I don't know what that says about me but I, I get the feeling like I honestly I, re, I know who is in season four so because I know that I feel like I know who didn't do it um, but I really don't feel like what happened to Bryce was anybody that we are anticipating I mean, for all we know, it could have been one of them rich folks that he went to school, which would, would be the best revenge ever because they could get off for free because they're rich just like he is. And he's uh, they could bring up the fact that he was a rapist and they knew he was a rapist. So if one of them rich folks at his other school did it, they're probably going to get away with it. They're going to get probation for murder. <laughs> and it's what his raggedy ass deserves because you can't do dirt and expect shit not to come back to you that's just life um karma never gets people the way we want it to it never even ex exact revenge on a time frame that we we want but the shit you put out there the dirt you do always come back to you and that's that's just that's the way life is and i i think about that every time someone does something wrong to me i just hope and pray i'm around to see it when karma kicks them in their fucking ass so let's move on to season or I'm sorry episode three um this was um I actually after talking about it I think I did like the first uh episode better they both were good um I liked the the ending of the second one and well the ending of both of them they were like um very good cliffhangers um but the one thing I gotta bring up is about Bryce's mom 
because she um talked to the i don't think that guy was the sheriff because i think alex's dad is the sheriff i don't know whoever the guy is that he looks like he's a person of color he's investigating the death of bryce but when she named all those people and bryce's mom had justin's name on the list that she knows by heart now like justin has been friends best friends with your son since they were eight years old and you're just now knowing his name like i i was just blinking at the screen like did she really just say justin foley you should have known him he's been in your house it sounds like he spent the night at your house a lot of times your son bought him shoes your son fed him your son kept him safe from his drug addict of a mother's boyfriends and you just now know who he is ma'am you should be ashamed of yourself and her trying to put her foot down and Bryce is almost 18 that shit was comical are you serious you should have done that shit about 10 years ago I understand right now you're going through something because your your husband left you for another woman he didn't even put up the pretense and then he kicked the son out and he's ignoring him and now he's stuck with you and your um it sounds like your father was just like your husband except he was physically abusive as well that is a too little too late to i tell people all the time like it's a reason i talk to my son this way and i tell him what to do and he they'd be like oh he's only nine so i can't wait till he's 16 to tell him what he's doing is wrong because at that point it's too late and he's not going to listen to me bryce is already how he's going to be and the only person that could change him at this point is himself and since he's dead that's not going to happen and for her to sit there and say that i was honestly disgusted with her seriously it's too late um i think what drugged this uh this episode down for me was the fact that they had jessica go to bryce's house alone like that seemed to me just seemed unrealistic i could see her wanting maybe to meet him but in a public setting like why go to his house that just i don't know i i didn't like it i didn't like how the scene played out i didn't like how what she said to him i just didn't like it i i can't really put into words why it was so disturbing to me it just was like I just didn't like that scene and then for um Ani and Clay to think that Jessica was having sex with Bryce like that's y'all ain't even trying to think y'all have to uh, y'all had to know like okay maybe Annie because she's new but Clay knew that Jessica and Justin went together they were together and Justin is is did time because he was an accomplice in in the rape so why wouldn't you just automatically jump to him being the person she's having sex with like why go to to bryce like that is disgusting and i mean i honestly would be appalled if i found out that was that was true i think it's sad that jessica didn't want alex that scene where they were together in the bed that was sad but i i gotta admit i was just looking at alex like damn he fine has i mean has alex always been this attractive i know when i first when we first were introduced to him i just assumed he was gay and i thought he was cute but like he is really fine fine and i was like damn jessica oh you throwing him away for justin i don't think justin foley is attractive at all the actor i don't know it's just his long nose he's skinny he's not attractive to me at all alex on the other hand though mm, he could get it and it's sad and so ever since you put it in my mind i'll be shipping him with uh zach because i i would love that relationship two fine 
boys being together I'm all about it um the last point I'm gonna talk about because I am clearly running out of time is uh the fact that um uh Clay and Annie are just so damn adorable like (laughs) Clay clearly messed up that the asking her out on a date he didn't do it right because clearly she was thinking it was related to schoolwork. but I gotta tell you they are so perfect for each other like I was thinking like Sherry who who wants Sherry with Clay I don't Annie and Clay need to be together because my shipper heart was thumping when they were on the date and they were talking and they were fangirling over whatever that that issue or the I'm assuming it's a graphic novel wasn't they like like the same uh episode oh my heart it was just it was just so so perfect like I want them together so bad and I swear this time it has nothing to do with the fact that she's a beautiful black girl because she is black girl and she's beautiful and she's African so that's like even even more on point it has nothing to do with that it's just I just think that they mirror each other so well but they also like balance each other's out like I don't know it's just something about her that makes Clay not Clay (laughs) and she's and Ani is opposite of Hannah which I love because I'm sick of her and I don't even want that to be a thing anymore I just really want them to be together and I need it to happen in this season in pronto um and then um was the pictures that we saw the last scene of Tyler was that Bryce like it looked like someone had got shot in the head and pulled on the beach and a picture was taken now granted it does look suspicious but just because you know Tyler took a picture because he's a creep and he takes pictures of everything that even things that are makes people uncomfortable doesn't mean he necessarily did it but it might mean he knows who did it but him wanting to get rid of the gun that he had is kind of suspicious so that in itself made me want to jump right to the next episode but I did not and I told myself I wouldn't (laughs) I am gonna follow it the way that we have it on the schedule because I am not gonna jump ahead I promised you from season two I wouldn't do that if we did every like two episodes at a time and I'm not gonna do it but I'm probably gonna watch it before next Sunday because I just want to be able to 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 be on time but I will not skip ahead only two episodes a week I promise um I went over my bad so I'm gonna end it here um until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch meet me out it's like I made a mistake so um <laughs> hopefully you watch this uh this, this this episode the last one for because i totally skipped two and that kind of probably makes sense on why things were happening in three where i was like huh seems like we're just randomly getting some of this information and um (laughs) now i know why wow so um we'll not talk about all the things i didn't see um but we'll talk about the things that i can comment on which is a i know exactly what it means to go from being top dog to 
all of a sudden get back and being put down like oh shit everybody on my level that's how what it was like when i went to writing school like i felt like everyone was like oh you got talent all the way up until ninth grade when i went into writing school and everyone went had talent and it wasn't just writers it was people who had musical talents other people who were dancers it was just fierce competition and man i felt really subpar anytime we had a share seriously it pushed me to be better but i do know that feeling on a much less (laughs) um level as far as schooling that is now in regards to alex and zach shipping them and justin's cute ability i don't know if that's a word but it is um he's not always thinking i mean i still think when i look at him he's like 21 and 22 and it kind of turns me off of looking at in everyone to be quite frank um <laughs> i can't look at any of them and be like you can get it i'm just like, like no like i could ship with them ship you with another person i will say about the justin and jessica relationship like yeah i agree with you how the hell did y'all really think bryce like come on clay you should have shut that down shit for real and i don't know that would have been the most logical thing to think but also uh and she did say dangerous yeah like i i I don't know that's weird but stockholm syndrome is a thing so there's that but where was i going with this (laughs) about clay and ani i was all over the place or i am all over the place i should say with your feedback i'm trying to recall what i was trying to say gosh damn it no i think you were talking about bryce being roasted and zach being the team captain yep i missed that part that he was the team i felt no that was mentioned in episode one and then what else in this episode yes that was bryce on the beach and he did take photos i now can tell you because i've watched episode four (laughs) so i will definitely throw a quick chat to you because now i'm so disembobbed yeah that word because it's late it's like one o'clock in the morning i'm beyond tired i'm slap happy tired and i skipped the whole damn episode and uh did a a pod on two episodes that one was supposed to be watched next week so i'll need to go back and watch episode two for nothing other than most likely watching the drag uh yes i agree about the ani and clay ship i think they complement each other very 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 well but it feels like clay is still a virgin and they he's just someone who is going to be a tragic figure that never gets laid or never gets the girl because there's a lot between them it seems at the current moment like between them i really really like you but also we can't and i don't know why that is and i have think it has to do with bryce because of her friendship with him 
um he also was looking at her so i i hope they didn't smash <laughs> and she gave him some sympathy a vagina because she seems like a fixer she feels like an olivia pope but a high school student like i've got my shit together and i like to spend my time just being all up in everyone else's business and getting their shit together or i don't know what it is and the mom said you'll never do anything like me like you'll never be a nurse and that she has to get good grades so and she spends very short times in places so i think she feels that wherever she goes she kind of lives life to the fullest of that moment because it's not going to be long term and i think that spells doom for any any thoughts of romance between clay and her maybe they could be pen pals or meet up in the future one day i don't know but she's clearly lying in her interview in the future about events and i don't know why because she said she doesn't know jessica all that well she almost felt like she was throwing her under the bus yeah i don't know what went off the rails but she seems to be at the center of it and i think she compliments clay because as you pointed out they're trying to he was trying to save someone and then you have someone trying to save him someone that he can actually turn to for support who doesn't have their own personal drama going on who's kind of an outsider looking in i don't know but yeah yeah that explains the apology thing when she was like oh when you warned me about bryce i'm like oh that must have happened off screen somewhere (laughs) all right i'm gonna stop clowning myself because clearly i've made a mistake (laughs) and eventually i'll be over it but it's not about to be tonight so if you want to send feedback on the next episode you can send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic